0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Cornhole.
1: Cornhole. Jesus. yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's do it, baby. <laughs> baby.
2: This is the Greg
0: Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your
1: host, Greg Cody i love that background thanks no, yeah, okay. i don't mean
2: yours I know, I know okay how's your voice it's wonderful how's it sound i mean for a second it sounded like the old days like shitty but for now you're, you're back you're good hey that kind of thing
0: Greg, has chris ever told you my theory um on your voice <laughs> uh yeah my theory has anyone ever told you or have you ever heard or read about the milk in the throat. <laughs>
2: no. Oh, yes. Dad, I had Dad, I have told you. No, no, Dad, if this I did tell you about this. I told you that Alex told me that he had a friend that cut milk out and it like he was having your similar coughs. I did tell you that. He
0: was a radio, he he was uh he was like a podcaster and especially like in the mornings like his throat would just be terrible. And I think a doctor or somebody and he was cuz you're a big coffee drinker, right? Yes. Do you drink cream? Do you put cream in our oh, milk? Oh, in he, yeah.
2: he has yeah. a
1: lot of cream with some coffee in it. Basically. <laughs> I'm a big coffee drinker who uses a lot of cream. Yeah, yeah, and this that's what this guy
0: he was the same way and the doctor was like, "Yo, it's the cream." So he's like he goes, "Especially cream or he's like, but also milk." He's like he goes, it gets caught in your throat, and it becomes, like, really, like, thick and stuff. And he goes, and it takes a while for it, you know, throughout the day, and it'll go away. He's like, but coffee is what makes your throat like that. And the guy yeah. stopped drinking. He stopped putting creamer and milk or uh, as much in his coffee. And, like, he's, like, uh, he, to this day, he's always, like, um, it's milk in, inside the coffee that makes your throat all f- up.
1: Really? Yeah. I mean,
2: that's. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it uh, sort
1: of makes sense, but I, I, I find it hard to believe. And now, but know? now
2: my dad's like, he's like, I've seen a little progress without cutting out milk, so I'm good. That's right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm using extra milk just to uh, <laughs> extra heavy milk. I'm using butter buttermilk now because yeah. that's the thickest You're putting form of milk.
0: St- yeah, it's just sticks of <laughs> butter in.
1: <laughs> yes, it's not, it's barely liquid buttermilk. I'm putting sticks of butter down my throat yeah, right now, even yeah. as we speak, as we're doing this podcast. Giant sticks of, uh, sticks of cold butter. What podcast is this, by the way? Okay. Hey, it's the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody and Chris Cody and the great Alex Benson uh, is joining us here. Friend of the pod. Yeah, yeah he is an there. FOP. An FOP. Um, <laughs> Alex, uh, tell people about your podcast. Maybe they'll... Uh, oh, wow. The early the early show
2: plug.
0: Well, yeah, we got the Shut the Funk Up podcast. We're having fun over there. It's, uh, it's a music-based podcast. Uh, we talk about some of the goings-ons uh like you know in pop culture and the news and stuff but for the most part we keep it musical over there and we have a lot of fun doing it
2: i want to have an on-air show meeting right now i feel like we were having a nice free-flowing conversation and my dad made it weird by asking you to plug the pod (laughs) yeah like i feel like that i feel like that could have gone a little bit later like we were flowing talking about milk in the throat and like transitioning into the pod And my dad just like took my pass and then just farted on the pass. That's what he did. I
1: took your pass and I fumbled it. Hey, hey, Alex, tell us about your pod. And and, uh, so there's no mistaking it. Alex described his podcast as shut the funk. Yes. F-U-N-K. Yes. Okay. That's not what it sounded like when you said it. So because that would have been a bad word. (laughs) It would have been a bad word. (laughs) Hey, um, this is a, an exciting podcast. I'm actually looking forward to a conversation we're going to have about our big weekend, our big uh, shared family holiday weekend, which revives an old tradition. But um, before we get started, and, and also Christopher and I uh, had our latest installment in the father son Cody Olympics.
2: Wow, you can hear the you can hear the people like excited in their cars right now. Oh people my god! Are like whoa! I mean, we played
1: cornhole. Cornhole. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. We played cornhole. And I don't want to give anything away <laughs> except to say it was our closest most exciting event yeah. yet. It's as it's as exciting as
2: cornhole can be. It really can. It really is. Have you
0: ever played <laughs> cornhole, Greg? Is that your first time? Oh yeah. No, no, but, I'm a that, veteran.
2: That's the thing. That's the whole bit behind this is that my dad played like once a month ago and thinks he's a professional and he doesn't realize that your your boys played like dozens and dozens of matches. So Okay. All right, so talk you better up.
1: have won then. I've played many, many times. Christopher made fun of my throwing style, which apparently is unorthodox.
2: Well, all the good, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of redoing, we're redundant here because we talk about all this when we get to the segment, but my dad, uh. Alex, you know this, you've played cornhole. You throw it Frisbee style. It's tell, what you do. I was do. just about to say, tell me he does not do. Dude, he does end over end, like, yes. it, yeah. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. And then when that, I tell him that they... he's doing something wrong, he, like, doubles <clears> throat. throat>, throat. He
1: doubles down. Why do you do it like that? It comes naturally. Uh, I enjoy it. I grab it by the tip of the bag. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, (laughs) You grab it by the the tip and put it in the cornhole.
0: That's right. Just the tip.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, But anyway, so that's extremely exciting. And you want to talk about doubling down on the excitement. We have a brand new Mount Gregmore as well. Wow! A holiday-themed Mount Gregmore
2: to bring you. All those podcasts that were excited are now not excited. (laughs)
1: no no they, they, they believe me they should be <laughs> and and they will be um did, did you guys hear about the big controversy re- regarding uh, elmo from sesame street
2: i knew it god I, my dad has so many tells just the way he started that sentence i was like this is going to be something ridiculous I,
1: i'm all ears but <laughs> I'm, i have no idea okay this is not ridiculous it's serious okay elmo uh went on um twitter did a psa basically <laughs> which is a elmo funny visual did. Uh, he did a, a PSA um, promoting vaccines for the five and younger set, you know, the Sesame Street Watchers. And um, as if he were five or younger, Elmo is almost 40 years old. So this is like <laughs> a grown ass man telling five year olds to get a vaccine. But, well, you know, but but that that's not the controversy.
2: I mean, wouldn't we, we rather have a 40 year old Elmo than a five year old Elmo telling us? Yeah, but Elmo sounds like he's five. Right. He's got maybe he has like, yeah. is who's that guy? that the guy from barstool just interviewed uh the guy from like russia that looks like a kid even though he's an adult oh you yeah, ha ha slaha. yes that guy something i can't here. think of his name right now you know who i'm talking about yeah, what if elmo's okay. just one of those guys
1: he could be i don't <laughs> know who that russian is that you referred to by the
2: <laughs> way adorable yeah he's okay. just got some i don't even know if he's russian he's something he's something
1: Okay, so Elmo's thirty-eight years old, telling a bunch of toddlers to go get vaccinated, and and that's fine because I I support that. Uh, but Ted Cruz, of course, the Texas uh, politician, oh, you just
2: rolled the shit out of your eyes.
1: I mean, Ted Cruz is now at war with Elmo. No, Ted Cruz. no, he is. Ted Cruz is blasting Elmo for quote unquote aggressively pushing vaccines on the youngest, most vulnerable kids without scientific proof without promoting offering scientific evidence and it's i'm so tired of ted you know it's more like
2: like, ted lose
1: that's exactly right well put thank you more like ted lose i mean sesame
0: street you you know that's no that's no like walk in the park that street is real so he better watch when he's coming down sesame street
2: more of like an alley than a park
1: yeah I, I love the Sesame Street characters because they all look like they're wearing carpets. I can never keep they track.
2: All, they all look like they have a hand up their ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they do. I, now you say they do all look like they're wearing 70s shag rugs.
1: They really do. <laughs> Is Elmo blue or red?
2: I can never keep track.
1: Red. I mean, bl- yeah, the Is red? Blue. yeah, the Cookie Monster's blue. The
2: Cookie okay. Monster's blue. All
1: right, I, I mix up. I haven't watched this That was like the dumbest thing you've ever asked. What? So Elmo's red? Everybody knows Elmo's red, yeah. I don't think so. I think Dad. I'm in the ma- majority. All right, just move on. I knew the cookie was blue, but I thought maybe there were more than a couple of characters who how were many, also How blue. many
0: Sesame Street characters can you name?
1: Um, You got three in you, right? Three or four? You, but it, the bird, Big Bird. <laughs> the bird. <laughs> okay, Big Bird, uh, Elmo, and the Cookie Monster are
2: the only three that matter. That's it. Yeah, I'm with you. I got one more. Yeah. Snuffle oh. Isn't there a Snuffleupagus? Snuffleuphulous? Isn't that yeah, like the, the big elephant? elephant? Right? The elephant's name? Snuffleupagus, right. I think. That's and true. And oh, Bert and Ernie. Are they Sesame Street? Yes, a thousand percent. Go off, King. Keep going. You got to look at me. Wow. Um. Uh. Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> Go. Um. And I'm really not. This is like I'm. I'm. I'm trying to think. I'm impressed. I am yeah. Too. That's all I got. I, I wish I Googled it so I could rattle off more, but I think yeah, that's all I got. Let me Google it. Like, what else are we missing?
1: By the way, this is a true fact regarding Sesame Street, and and when you mentioned a couple of those characters, it made me think of it. Um, you all know the the classic uh, Christmas holiday movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh yeah, it, yeah. If you can picture this,
2: Kermit the Frog is Sesame Street. No. Right, go ahead. oh, he is. I mean, it's, it, he's on this list, but I mean, wow. maybe he originally he was and he outgrew it and he left the show. I don't know, but like, just move Boy, that's on. A I'm lot sorry, of big names. Anyway, we also we the- also forgot about Grover and Count. Von Count. The guy that's like, one, two. Oh, God. You know, anyways. Okay. Forward. Yeah. Um, Two of the characters in... uh, it's Also, I just wanted to keep interrupting you. Go ahead. You can start.
1: Two of the characters in It's a Wonderful Life are intentionally named Bert and Ernie. They're the two cops.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Okay. But that movie was made prior to Sesame Street, obviously. So the thinking is that Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street are named after the characters in It's a Wonderful Life as an homage to that wonderful, all-time great movie. Were
2: those characters in that movie gay? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was my question. I believe
1: they were because I believe <laughs> I, I don't know why. <laughs> I believe they were. I only knew them casually. Bert and Ernie so are RHA, gay, sure. aren't they? So that's that. I think it, so
2: yeah, I think that came yeah. out. That was, Did they come out? I think yeah. I think. I, few I thought you ago. said I think that came out, and I thought you were doing wordplay, and I was about to give you a point like that boy. I, no, no. no. You just you just backed up into that one. <laughs> <laughs> What's Greg doing? Did he freeze? No, I. <laughs> I think he was looking up more Sesame Street characters.
1: You know what? You named so many Sesame Street characters that were big names. I was thinking the three I named were the only big names. Right. But it's, a, it's a full of big names, that, right. that TV
2: series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to get to... Uh, I got to get to the bottom of Kermit the Frog and whether he was part of Sesame I think street he, he went
0: back and forth. I think he like Jim Henson and Sesame, I think he was like a transitional...
2: He's definitely I see clips here of him like on sitting on the street sign. Like like he's he's for sure. Like, I he think was an original. He's an original who outgrew it and he just became his own thing. So he broke off and became what? He's like Justin Timberlake and Sesame Street is in sync. <laughs> Perfectly put. <laughs> okay, but how do you see Kermit the Frog now? Like if you want you gotta so- go to hollywood studios or like you know those disney sing-along things he will pop up on those at the end of the year like the holidays i He'll have
0: kermit on. the frog floating down uh I believe a river on a robot rowboat singing day you'll find the rainbow <laughs> connection
2: well is that your is that your kermit the frog it's bad it's yeah <laughs> it's like it's he has a bad. cold he's nasally he's a little nasally yeah you to like hold the throne and, you know. <laughs> Kermit, Try D- it again. Kermit D. Frog. Here, oh, oh yeah. I mean, your boy can just do Thanks. impressions. I didn't want, I didn't want to like, you know, be that guy that's like, oh, all right, let me go now. But you know, I just... I'm embarrassed. <laughs> no, that is good. That really It's good. really all I have though. It's very all my like, I'm good at doing impressions, but it's like I find my sweet spot. Like I can do Elvis. I'm like, look at him now. But like, it's just like <laughs> it's just like one Johnny phrase Bravo. I can do. Yeah, it's more like Jack White in Dewey Cox, but. Um Kermit the Frog here. My, my Elvis impression consists of uh three words. I thought you were
1: about to like do some drugs. Make that four words. Well <laughs> say one thing. That's my Elvis. Sounded like one word. Well say one thing. Yeah, it's like that kind of thing. You know, you 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 make four words into one word. Um I'm desperate to <laughs> to start talking about our weekend. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, but first Dad, I, I wanna think, ta- I
2: wanna bring it up. What? I want to oh no, oh, you're going somewhere else first, go ahead.
1: I, I, I want to get to Mont Greg
2: Moore.: you know what? let's let's save that for the end because you're supposed <laughs> to I've read the I've read the way you're supposed to do podcasts, you're supposed to put all your best stuff at the very end.: Oh okay, so, yeah, like the cleanup um, there. right. um so let's talk about this i was made happy yesterday and also a little frustrated because alex called me and he's like dude i just got off the phone with your dad and let me just fill the audience in real quick before i get into that we're going to the beach this weekend we're doing a throwback to when me and alex were in our what what dad's age five to like i would say
1: five to high school
2: yeah five five through high school we used to every fourth of july we'd go to the beach and we would get a hotel room for the weekend with a bunch of families. My dad and Alex's dad would sleep on the beach and watch our stuff overnight. It was a family tradition. We did it every year. It was so much fun. It went away after high school because obviously life happened and we're bringing it back now. Me and Alex have taken the reins. We are bringing our families out there. Our parents are coming, but they don't have to do the work anymore. They can just enjoy it. We're yeah. friends. We are just bringing it, back, bringing it back. It's a celebration. So that's where we are. So we're in the planning of it. We're leading up to it because obviously you're hearing this on the fourth but we did the, the leading up to it this podcast this past week and my dad it was i was made so happy yesterday when i talked to alex days leading up to this event and he's like dude your dad is so excited about the fourth and it makes me so ha-. like alex was made overjoyed by just the conversation he had with my dad. And then I was, I was happy by that, but also a little frustrated that I hadn't gotten the same energy from my dad in the conversations leading up. It was more like, what do you need for me? What time? Half come well, and it was like it was more okay. of like a you know a struggle. And Alex had this like joyous conversation with them. And I'm just wondering where the disconnect was. All right,
1: everything in life is a matter of timing. <laughs> okay, when when Alex happened to call me, were you like seven Miller lights deep? Yeah, we were we were a few deep. We were out to dinner. Uh, we were at a at a nice restaurant that just opened here. For our first time there. Not you and it Alex. You and mom. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, right. your mother and I and Alex called and. He caught me at a good time, and I am excited. Uh, I can't wait to do all this cooking, and the, I'm bringing three things, and I'm excited about all three elements I'm bringing, and I'm excited for it happening again. Uh, I, I think we started it in the very early '90s. I think it ran for like basically 15 years, yeah, and then I think it went away for like 15 years, and so this is. It feels exciting to me because. It's going to stir a lot of old memories, but at the same time,
2: it's going to feel brand new. And Alex, you mentioned that my dad, like, it's like a passing of the torch. What did you Like, my dad is kind of adorable. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was my favorite
0: part was like within a minute and a half of our conversation, you were like, Hey, I, 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 like right when we get there, like kind of immediately, I think we should take a portrait. You know, yes. And, yeah. Did he right. call
2: it a portrait? Because that is such an old
0: person way to say a picture. Well, and the best part too is he he like doubled down and he hammered it home. And he goes and he goes and when I say portrait, I mean portrait.
1: Okay. <laughs> yes. Correct. If if I would take an oil painting of the of the of us, if I could, but so I, are I don't you, have. Like, anybody what's the picture
2: you you hands. long for? Is it like uh like you handing the tongs over to Alex and I? Like <laughs> you and Alex, you and you excuse me you and chris like maybe on a knee like passing it up to us like or maybe you're passing the torch down however you want to pass the torch well i i definitely want our torches passed. i definitely want to <laughs> torches
1: are passed.
2: yeah usually in like a in like a marathon race so it's like we're like running and like i don't know why i had one of us kneeling sorry well that's a
1: baton a that's a right. baton not a oh, torch. okay
2: torches are not you don't usually kneel for a torch either though so anyways no. i don't know we're getting bogged down here torches are passed in uh the Olympics. olympic yeah torch relays yeah once every four years (laughs) um i was derailed there i forgot what i was saying oh yeah that's really gone that's really gone away huh the passing of the torch now i think we're skipping
0: over a really big point though here so in back in the day you and my father because we were we were down there multiple days so you guys would have to sleep
2: Right. On the beach oh, yeah. overnight. Right. right. Well, yeah, like because our cause our families would all have hotel rooms, so the kids and women, it was like you know, it was like in the fifties. The kids <laughs> and women would all go to sleep, and the men would stay and watch the belongings and overnight. Correct. There were
0: many run-ins with people stealing stuff. Yes. Now, is there a little part of you that thinks resents us, resents us. Yeah, yeah, that like Chris and I, because me and Chris and I are not sleeping down there. We're setting up each day in the morning. Morning, right. Is,
2: Not cuz we don't want to but we, we think it's against the law nowadays cuz we would definitely be Oh, sure you would. N- that's now we probably wouldn't. yeah. Yeah, we probably wouldn't. So d- yeah.
0: is, do is are we still knocked down a couple pegs or what do you think on that one?
1: Uh well of of, of course there's never going to be the old days because there's never going to be your dad uh, Alex your dad and me uh you know, just commanding our domain and, whoa, uh, and whoa, whoa, bending whoa. off all intruders. And it was a romantic thing. It was a macho thing. Whoa, baby. And nobody will ever do it like that. First so- of all,
2: you are going to see two lions this weekend with Alex and I, you know, we are going to be circling our tents, like, like lion protecting their young. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Or maybe lionesses protect don't lions eat the young, whatever. We're gonna be doing some whatever we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be looking like lions. Well, the key the key here is to set up a perimeter. right. Uh, that's, okay.
0: that's, that's, yeah. That's, what's, yeah. That was that's, that was the thing I wanted to ask you.
2: What do you have any? If you have any tips for us, like? Any, can I first before I actually want to yes, hear my dad's tips, but I want to make fun of him because he just mentioned him and my him and your dad Alex sleeping on the beach and fending off bums. Dad, you were historically known for sneaking off and sleeping in the hotel room and leaving Chris down there alone. So let's not. You, yeah, you're a one nighter. You're a one nighter. Okay
1: i think once or twice that happened okay <laughs> he's like and i was just so drunk that i accidentally
2: stumbled into my room
1: yeah and that was toward the end of this whole thing and there were several reasons why this tradition ebbed and ended wow and that was probably one of them because the chris idea was like i'm I not just yeah i mean i'm 50 years old i, I don't want to continue to sleep on the beach
2: i don't know how you guys did it i know it's alex and i back... are gonna alex and i are gonna find a system where we don't have to sleep on the beach and we're still gonna crush it
1: yeah Okay. It's the breakdown that's going to be tough, like like breaking everything down and carting everything off. I
2: mean, you're going to be bringing a cooler up to your room for sure. I mean, just so you know that. Right. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, let's get to your tips. Give us tips that we need to know going into hosting and being the leaders of our first 4th of July beach weekend.
1: Okay. You got to wreck an order. You got to figure out about about how many people are going to be there.
2: That's just a word. That's just a word. Okay. Go ahead.
1: I love the word "reckon order." Okay. Uh, most people can't even spell it. Um, you, we have four tents, right? Four yep. ten by tens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Four p- ten by tenths. Yeah, that's right.
1: Those are your four
2: corners. Those Thank are you, the Dad. four corners. You're really bringing square. some groundbreaking stuff so far. Okay. We I'm were going to have them. We were going to have them in a T. <laughs> we should have a fifth and make a T. <laughs> that's
1: not a bad idea. You could also make them like a a, a, a question mark so your first
2: uh, your first advice is put the four in to make a square thank you yes. all right moving on uh well that's controversial <laughs> I, well, I, you <laughs> no, know my you know what the one were you thing thinking that I'm straight a, line were you thinking straight line
0: the one, no well no the one thing that I actually was like a little like let's see how that goes is the eating like was there like did did we set ground rules of like this is when lunches and you guys only cooked or were you guys just cooking the whole like sh- are me and Chris me should me and Chris be prepared to just be cooking all day every day
2: yeah uh, or because or, we're gonna have yeah. char- we're gonna have a charcoal grill like so should we just like say when the coals are on you can ask us for food when they're not kind of like i feel like the coals are gonna be our guide right how many grills are we going to have two grills, yeah, two charcoal grills. And then I'm bringing my little flat top, little
0: flatty daddy. Okay, right. good. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. That, that's probably because two- so that one, we can fire up at any point.
2: And one of your okay. other pieces of advice was get a head count. We've done that. We know exactly like we got a few. We've invited some people, but we know who's staying and we know like, we got a general head count. Okay.
1: And, and by the way, you were making fun of my four corners theory. That's actually controversial because if you do the four corners with the tents, basically the centerpiece is left exposed to the sun. And then the people who want to sit in the shade are going to be a little ways away from each other.
2: Oh, wait. So you're saying when you say four corners, you're leaving like a center yes. open. Okay. Yeah. I I literally had the fork. I thought it was. All right. So maybe this is beneficial and I was mocking you yeah. and I'm glad now yeah, we're having I'm this with, conversation. Yeah. I was thinking that like the four corners were going to be like together and we were going to just have one big looking 40 by 40 with no We could gap. do that no but yeah. i i don't hate this little sun cove you've created in the center right but who wants to be in the sun yeah not your mother that's for there's sure there's gonna be plenty of people like there's gonna be plenty of room for to be in the sun clearly like i thought we were just trying to create a haven of this 40 by 40 space is covered what do you think Alex? Yeah. what were you envisioning me like what i said or what my dad said i was envisioning uh, and i <laughs> <laughs> I was I
0: was maybe thinking like a straight line. Oh the straight line. Like, oh, wow. Okay.
2: See I wow, I love how I mocked my dad here and we had three different ideas. Because I, I was thinking like spreading everybody out. I, I don't hate that. Okay. The one my dad said seems like it's odd. Like what were you thinking more like what my dad if you, if if we were going to do a square was it more what my dad was thinking or mine? And you can say my dad's the only feel bad. No, I thought we were no, they're all together. I don't hate the straight line. Dad, this is one of those things though. You've been heard. Let the bosses let the new kids on the block figure it out. Hey, you you guys are going
1: to be the ones putting it up early like, in the morning Sunday. That's what
2: I mean. Well, you'll show up and that's what we decided. Damn right. And it'll be fine. You know, I'll sit my ass in the shade somewhere. Alex, do we have rope by the way to to tie them together? I just like I'm having like a Meeting, I'm thinking out loud. Like, oh, we're do we want- yeah.
0: I got bungee cords for days,
1: dude. Yeah, bungee cords, ropes, whatever you need. I got ropes. I can bring ropes. <laughs> I love it. Look at look
0: at the old man now, trying to contribute. Stuff. My 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 other question was, and me and Chris kind of what was the music situation when we were younger? Did you did yeah. we did you? I don't. I have no rec. Like, I love music. I have zero recollection
2: of like what did we have there. I Wait, remember. See, I remember seeing years later in Dad in your music area like. A blank cd that said july 1994 you know like like did you make cds back in that day what was your way like like me and alex are imagining it's like the 40s like how were you able to play music back then (laughs)
1: okay when we did the beach thing we actually transitioned we started off with the big boom
2: boxes right that's what i kind of remember
1: Battery-operated, battery-powered, giant-ass boom boxes. Yeah, okay. And then eventually, uh, we went to CD technology,
2: and that came in. Well, the boom boxes had CDs. Oh, so you're saying it it went from cassette tapes to CDs, is what you're saying? I
1: believe so, yeah.
2: So you guys, it was like the Bluetooth era. Yeah, we were not in the Bluetooth era yet at all. Oh, God,
1: no. No, Spotify didn't exist.
2: All Alex and I are worried about is making sure we got charged Bluetooths. Yeah.
1: Well, believe me, I'm... uh... Dad, you bring out a charged Bluetooth. We need all the Bluetooths we can get. A Bluetooth? What are, you, what are you talking about? What do you want me to bring? <laughs> I mean, what do you mean when you say a charged? Dad, Bluetooth?
2: how do you play music when you're at your house? I play it on my iPhone, Spotify. And what is that? What do you play it through? Sometimes when you connect them at your house,
1: uh, I generally play it through that uh, big thing. Let me see the name of it here. It? Hang on, I, I'm trying to think of it. I'm not. I'm, it's called a Bluetooth. <laughs> I'm, not with, <laughs> I'm not with. I'm not with. I'm not withholding evidence here, believe me. Dad,
2: all those speakers that you have that you connect to your phone are called Bluetooth. You're using Bluetooth to connect to those speakers. Okay.
1: Generally what I use is a JBL Flip or a right. uh But uh, what are you using?
2: Onyx but what, but what, HK Onyx. But what did you click on to see those options?
1: <laughs> you can see them uh, on my moment. Bluetooth. Bluetooth. bluetooth
2: so when yeah. i said a bluetooth you were literally like what's a
1: bluetooth no i just didn't know what you meant keep it charged no no we know, no, so, we know. So essentially you meant keep your iphone charged which of course i'm going to do no and, and bring us way-
2: <laughs> no i did not bring i meant bring one of those speakers that you have oh yeah no the jbl I will sure. and charge them you're damn right i will <sighs> um
1: it's my life but by the way the youngins are not going to hijack the music there's going to be like an hour where we're going to listen to my music there's going to be Dad, an hour you where like chris like might want to do that, that.
2: Every single time you've ever been around Alex and he's playing a playlist, you're always complimentary. Like, you know, you oh. don't think Alex is going to have good music playing. Oh, he'll bring it. I, I have no idea. No, no doubt. No doubt. Nobody's saying that you and Chris can't like, you know, take a crack at the playlist for a little bit. But the fact Thank that you're you. worried got, about we, that. Is, well,
0: no, we, we got a little we need we need a little bit of the country in there. I mean, we, we, you got you, your your dad. I've always said has really good tasted music. You Thank know, you. Like, I know, like, as much that. That as like, everyone likes to poke fun this, this, and this isn't that. When it does come to the music,
2: like, he right. knows his stuff. Right. Like, on the Lebittart show, he kind of gets painted in this corner. But, like, when it comes to music knowledge and stuff, like, like for sure, it's. Yeah. If you want to
0: sit it's, down it's, and talk,
2: like, early Elton with him, and yeah, like. You might be more competent with music. And this is just a comp. Like, you're obviously competent with sports, but you might be better at just, like, being an encyclopedia of, like, old music stuff than you are even sports which you obviously are right. like well equipped with yeah i i would agree with that uh because you because like and let's be honest here probably 30 years ago you know you're like this is my job now not as interested in sports while music has always just kept your your fire burnt is burnt more is for true. music at this point because it's not your job 100 percent, that's 100 percent accurate if you worked in music you'd be burnt out on music and you'd be like a huge sports fan right now yeah no, I, I dad I, uh, I work i'm with you i'm literally smaller like less of a sports fan now because of the job that i do right uh I, i've
1: always uh, defined who knows me well and who doesn't by whether or not they want to start talking sports with me because of what i do for a living right if you if you come up to me and you start automatically talking sports with me we'll about the dolphins hey, how about those dolphins yeah, you know yeah you don't know me very well yeah. you yeah. don't know me <laughs> yeah
2: you sound like you sound, you sound, like, you dan Lebit- you you sound like dan Lebetard, but yeah you are right that's true for you too
1: Right. It's, I invented that. Levitar got that to me. Wow.
2: Make. Yeah. So I invented that.
1: Um, so this thing, the reprisal of this, the idea that we're bringing it back after whatever, 15, 17 years. bring it back, Jack. What's the genesis of that? How and when did it begin? You're looking at it. That
0: began at, I believe, Chris, we were uh, grabbing a drink before bowling. Yeah. At Land Lovers. Yeah. I think we were oh, at Landlubbers. Wow. Lover's
2: that's good okay
0: more hilarious is landlubbers is a throwback to uh, yes baseball days but yeah we were at landlubbers and i don't know we 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 were talking about it and we were just taught we were like having nostalgic memories we
2: had talked about it in the past about like someday we need to like we had we knew that at some point we were gonna do it and then i think we just both had a moment of like this year huh like is it time and then like we just kind of were like it's time and i think the kids
0: had a lot to do with it too like You know, like Chris has a family. My sister has a family now with kids. Because that's really like the biggest thing for Chris and I was like, we want to do a family thing. You know, we're not trying to throw like a keg party with like our friends. We want to have like all the old crew back, have the kids running around, and create those memories for them because they were so amazing for
2: us. And for the audience, the 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 story behind that is that when we were young, obviously like my kids are, and like Ashley and Alex's sisters' kids are, it was like all about family. But as we got older, more into high school, it got Less fun for our parents because it became more about inviting our friends, having like, yeah. drinking. And as we got into high school, what used to be this nice family tradition kind of turned into like you know fun parties. So yeah, that's like kind of the tension of it, and that's why we wanted to focus like, hey, mom and dad, this is not us bringing back a booze party with our friends. Right, this is us right. bringing back the family element of this, and like we wanted to sure. start there. Obviously, we're gonna invite some friends, and we're gonna be drinking and. <laughs> you know but you know i mean like the starting point is we want this to be a right. family tradition and not just a shit show.
1: All right. I just hope everybody has been told to uh uh BYOC, bring your own chair. <laughs> because if there's one thing Greg Cody hates, it's somebody sitting on his cooler. I had to hammer it home to my brother. My brother
0: called me yesterday and he was like, All right, what's the deal? And he's 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 got one of those like e-bikes. And then I was like, Yeah, man, just like make sure you like, you know, bring your own booze and blah 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 blah. And then like I, I was like it hit me and I was like, he's on an e-bike, and I was like, wait, Ben, you gotta bring a chair too. And he was like what really and i was like (laughs) dude unless you want to be like absolutely shunned i was like you
1: better
2: bring a chair please i mean i mean there's cool like i like the women like and we've had the three of us have already had this conversation privately about how the women are trying to sabotage this with their uh like you know just being uh and i I don't want to be like but uh, you know what i'm already here i don't i don't want people i don't want people to get mad at me but are my wife all, some of the women involved in this have tried to bring stress into this situation because it's a lot of planning that's involved. So no way it's gonna happen, the, not on my watch. We're trying to keep this as a stress free one come one come all. So my thought is, <laughs> hey Ben, you can sit on he can sit on my – just don't sit in my seat. like he can sit on my cooler. If he doesn't bring a chair, he, he'll be fine. he can just sit on my cooler. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's good to have a chair.
1: All right. L- let me announce this to anybody who's listening and anybody who's listening who may be at the 4th of July beach bash.
2: I mean, we're already there once that that this is a poor way to announce this because they're going to hear it Monday once that we've already like done 50% of the
1: I have okay, a brand go. new igloo cooler <laughs> with a Greg Cody Show decal on it. No. That's mine. That's my cooler. Wow. What so, the- No, that's right. So no ass is on that cooler except my ass, okay. Wait, but so that's your chair? No, I'm bringing a chair as well.
0: Well, I honestly, <laughs> okay. now, Ron, I think we should do a quick PSA because clearly this is a thing for the people out there. If you are going to the beach... You bring a chair, okay? Yes. Like, well, or just
2: you bring a I towel, think it's just,
0: you bring a chair yeah. and some sunscreen. That's what yeah. you, if, well, if you are going
2: to the beach. Those are the three things you always bring. Correct. I live by that motto, but I'm I'm okay. If somebody's a, a sunbather and they bring a towel and they're going to lay the whole time, it's okay. We're not pressuring you into bringing a chair. Just don't sit in my chair. <laughs> right, in my chair. Yes. <laughs> that was my. That was a little crystally I worked in there.
1: <laughs> I have no idea who that is. All right,
2: I have no idea who that is.
1: Look at you, the cool stare, the confident air, the Whittingham hair, and all because you dared to dream big. Big. That's right, you put a Lobo's Mint under your pillow, and the magic ensued, daddy-o. How can I tell? He'll tell you. The way you own the room in a way that can't be bought. You walked in like you were walking onto a yacht. yacht. Your hair strategically dipped below one eye. Your ascot was apricot. Wait. What? What? That's right. The Lobo's Mint has raised the station of many a man and elevated the elegance of women across the oh. lands. Oh. And all they had to do was put a Lobo's Mint under their pillow and dream. No, Consumer Reports found lobos mints were more effective against halitosis when ingested rather than left under a pillow. Lobos mints do not guarantee success in fantasy football or a top ten ranking among national sports columnists, and lobos mints are not a drug or aphrodisiac. Okay. They'll freshen your breath, Fresh. your smile, your very outlook on life. It's your first taste of a dream come true. Lobos mints.
2: Uh, all right, Dad. We're getting late in this episode, so now it's when you put the good stuff in your episode—the very end. <laughs> I want to hear that's this a Gregmore. Are we doing Greg Moore now? I want to. I want to. Yeah. It's, oh it's, yeah. It's where yeah, you bury. We do this st- live. I was lying. It's where you bury bad stuff. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Hang on. It's Mount Greg Moore.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this pod's sporadic feature, Mount Greg Moore. It's back with a nod to the 4th of July. It's called Greg Cody Reads. As we name our greatest athletes ever (laughs) to wear uniform number four. But Greg Moore goes Mount Rushmore one better.
2: Wait, this is... So instead of four... Five. We we'll gave you five. So this is Plus your f- an honorable mention. What wait, so this is a top six number fours. It sometimes there's more than one honorable mention. It's Mount Gregmore, is what it is. So it's a top okay. ten.
1: All right, here we First, go. First, honorable mention. Early NBA star Dolph Shays. Oh, and, past, and, and past Greg Cody show guests. And Fort Lauderdale Strikers soccer legend Rocky Ray Hudson.
2: Book war number four. Dad, if you just go on, if you just go on Google and type in number fours, and you're writing names down, just that you don't even know, you don't have to put them on the list. I, I you know to... who
1: Dolph Shea's is. Okay. Do you? No. Okay. Well, you should educate yourself. Number five. I want I want to punch you right in the Dolph Shea center fielder for the Brooklyn turned L.A. Dodgers from the late '40s. Into the 60s, is the worst. hitter of 407 home runs, Hall of Famer. Of course, the Duke himself, Duke Snyder.
2: Ooh, I like that one. No, you don't. You, you don't have to do that. Do. It's do. fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you. Number four, first NFL quarterback to reach 70,000 passing yards, 6,000 completions, and 500 TDs. Hall of Famer, played from 91 to 2010, mostly with Green Bay. Give him, give him Won a Super Bowl. A bit of a loony bird off the field. But a gunslinger on it, Brett Favre. Yes. How
2: about that? I like that. Number one. three. I'm
1: a cheesehead, so you know <laughs> I like that
2: one. God you're damn you were right. You're so lucky, Alex is here because I was, I'd be crushing this. Christopher is literally sneering with disdain. I mean, I just like. Do this. I, I wonder if you do these at this point to annoy me, or whether when you're writing these, you're like, this is really interesting and good. I can't wait to mm, share this. Number with three. The- <laughs> His entire name required only six letters. But he
1: was even better known as a right fielder for the New York baseball giants from 1926 to 47. A Hall of Famer who managed to hit 511 home runs died at age 49 from injuries sustained in a car wreck.
2: (laughs) Mel Ott. Wow. I mean... Mel Ott. Wow. Damn right. Number two. You've said like 14 names and I've heard of one of them.
1: As the excitement builds... Roy Bellamy would like our number two pick, okay? This dude played only 12 seasons, mostly with the Boston Bruins into the 70s, but revolutionized the position of defenseman in hockey. The first defenseman to win a scoring title, playing D, and he won two of those. Also an eight-time deep boy and three-time league MVP, the great Bobby Orr.
2: Ooh, I I felt you falling asleep while reading that. You don't know who Bobby Orr is? I do, of course. I just, yeah, of course I just, he does. He's I know just these playing. names. Just,
1: this, is, this is doing nothing for me. And now to the Greg Moore Summit with the number one four of all time. He became associated, unfortunately, with a debilitating disease named for him. But before that, he was a 340 career hitter with 493 homers in a storied career with the Yankees into the late 40s, played in 2,130 consecutive games. The Iron Horse, an utterer of the most famous words ever said in a sports retirement speech, I am the luckiest man on the face of the earth, he said as he fought the disease that would take his life less than two years later, Lou Gehrig.
2: Excellent.
1: There's another award-winning Mount Gregmore to mark the 4th of July.
2: It's back. It's never won an award. It's never won an award. I like that because it had a lot of baseball players in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, four. Uh, and and you one forgot about you forgot, you forgot about yeah. those
0: up though for real.
1: Of course he did. Uh, let me let me. No, I knew Bobby Orr, Brett Favre, uh, and gehrig were number four. I wasn't sure about the other two. Okay. You sure you
2: you, you missed you forgot one in honorable mention the Cheetah Sharks <laughs> number four Emma O'Ryan
1: oh you know i did forget her yeah 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 hell of a player hell of a player from my daughter's soccer team yeah still trying to learn the concept that kicking the ball is a good thing not something to be avoided and they soccer. all are uh by the way somebody who wears number four and has been very successful but will never ever make a mount greg more
2: deshaun watson thank you ladies and gentlemen there we go see now that would be more interesting <laughs> is like the the top four most despicable number fours uh brett farb might, might might make that list
1: too no yeah. yeah far might actually <laughs> but deshaun would have but why, ma- been but why make
2: the most interesting possible list right when we could do that anyways exactly. all right so fun episode <laughs> yeah
1: and but there's one thing left what the father's son olympics oh yeah shit oh my right. cornhole cornhole right. the, the,
0: the way that your father is leaning into the microphone i'm getting scared
2: for oh, you yeah. did you lose he does this in every event where he like builds it up like he's got some kind of chance did you lose let's find out cornhole <laughs> jesus yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's do it
1: baby <laughs> baby
0: The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody presents The Cody Family Olympics. Brought to you by The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Father versus son. Old versus young. Not athletic versus someone who, just a few years ago, turned out to be more athletic than any listener had previously imagined. Five weeks. Ten events. A house divided. Who will reign victorious? The Cody Family Olympics, brought to you by The Greg Cody Show with Greg
2: Cody. The Greg Cody Show Father-Son Olympics continues. People thought it was dead. It, ain't. it is not dead. We are, what, what event is this? What's the score? Update the people. This is our eighth event. Out of ten. Yeah, you lead
1: six to one. Hmm. I'm not proud to say it, but you had to ask. This is event number 8 of 10.
2: Cornhole. A uh, uh, one that my dad just like added in without really checking with anyone. Right. He, I did that unilaterally. He claims that we're eliminating the swimming competition, but I think that that's too much of a that's too much of a payoff for the audience that we should not cancel that one maybe we cancel ping pong maybe we do 11 events <laughs> i i don't feel that strongly like about it I, I don't want you to think i'm trying to pull a fast one i do i do think that but i just think that that is beneficial for the audience i think it's a good bit like the kind of like you thought that us grocery shopping would be bad it turned out to be a good bit uh, you need to trust me on this we need to do the swimming thing okay
1: let's move forward we'll decide moving forward whether it's 10 events or 11 for now it's cornhole it's an it's really one of the few events where you both
2: both you and I think we're better than the other right you've played four times in your entire life so you think you're some kind of expert I've played dozens and dozens of cornhole games I'm a guy at a party that people are always like Chris will you play with me because I'm good at this oh, wow. game Oh, okay all right and You I don't even know the rules I, I clearly know the rules are we playing to 21 are we doing best at three games or are we just doing one game to 21 Let's do best of three games. Best of three games, okay. Okay, one on the board, three in the hole. That's the scoring system. Thank you, Dad. Okay. And then they cancel each other out type scoring? I don't know what that means. That means, like, if we both get one in the hole, we don't both get three points. We can't, like, that cancels out.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. So it makes for a
2: longer game. Are you f***ing kidding me? It makes for a longer game. You really don't know the rules? I thought I did. If we each throw, it's like the advantage, like, we each throw four bags. Bagging it. You're fresh. You're annoying the shit out of me because you literally don't know how to play cornhole.
1: I thought I did. Normally, I'm not the
2: leader of cornhole. I'm just a passenger. God, you are just, you never cease to amaze. All right, let's play. God, you're annoying. All right, confident Greg Cody is down 1-0. nothing. All right, what was the final score? The final score was 21-16. to 16. Okay. I was up early. My dad made a comeback. He ended up getting to 20 to 19, and then he got too many points, so he had to go back to 16. The old classic, if you get past 21, you go to 16. Uh, Now, I will say, that was obviously a competitive game. I, I was very confident going in. You're decent. But your form is terrible. The way you throw it is terrible. Like, if there was somebody here scouting cornhole, you, you admit I would be the, the bigger prospect.
1: I admit you have the more orthodox throwing motion. That's right. all I'm, I'm admitting. We're both
2: righties. I step forward with my left foot and toss like a normal person would. You put your right foot forward Correct. even though you're a righty. Yeah. You throw it. Uh, I throw it like a frisbee, like the way you see most cornhole people. Yeah. You throw it so end, it like... End tor- over end. Yeah. You throw end over end like a torpedo. Correct. That's the way to go.
1: Two comments. Number one, I can't believe I'm sweating bullets from playing one game of cornhole. Well, holding. it is hot out here. And number two, that I'm not saying this is why I lost, but that's a bullshit rule where if you get over 21, you got to go back to 16.
2: So you think if you're at 20 you should just be able to shoot like crazy. The, yeah. You don't like the, the fact that it's like an artful game. Like, okay, I need two points here to win. I need to get only two. Like, I, I, mean, I think it, that it, makes the game more skillful.
1: It penalizes the first one uh, to 21. It's, this, it makes the game
2: more like difficult. It's like, right. oh, okay, we got two games left. Well, now one game left.
1: Yeah, uh, two. Yeah. Okay. Right. That, kind of
2: that kind of thing. Classic Greg Cody, uh, tantrum. He just threw, um, we just discussed how it was 21-16, and he clearly went back to 16 because of that whole controversy, so it's pretty re- memorable, right? If we think back on that first game, we're going to remember 21-16, I won, but my dad insists on going inside, getting a pen and a pad, and writing down the score, in case we forget. It's one of, Greg Cody's a very anal man, he, he's very capable of like making a big deal out of something very little. So it was painfully obvious that the score was 21-16 and, you know, wouldn't be forgetted, but he had to storm off with his chin protruded, with his chin. You could have noted it in your phone, and you refused, so I walked in and wrote it down. It's because I was, it's like, first of all, all we need to know is that I won the first game. doesn't matter the score.
1: It does, because I'm keeping track of everything.
2: I got to think. So annoying. All right, Greg Cody wins game two. Yes. Yes. This is a close game. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm no, I'm no cornhole professional. We've played two close games. Uh, I still think I'm just hands down better at you, better than you at it. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. We're having fun. You're there going down game three. All right. Well, let's see about that. We're you, both uh, exhausted. We both need water after two I games know. of cornhole. In
1: fact, let's take a quick water break right now. Plus, we'll bring Archie the, our
2: Charlie the puppy in so he doesn't dehydrate. It's just a, a fact that nobody needed to know. No one knew he was even out here.
1: Yeah, we don't want to be alleged uh, animal cru- cruelty people because... We
2: weren't until you mentioned it. Yeah, our puppy's in the hot sun. Baking no, he's not. Sun. First of all, he's... Cle- <laughs> he couldn't be more in the shade. True. We tried to let him in and he wanted to stay out right. here. He's made in the shade just like Greg Cody in Cornhole. That doesn't make sense. That kind of thing.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Ah, oh, my fucking Lord. I think we uh, had our closest battle yet. Wow, um, I lost. Uh, I was up 18 to nine early in that third game. After winning the first game, I blew the second one. You were also had, up eight nothing in that game. Had a big. I was up eight nothing, and then 18 nine, and then he came back. And we played forever at like 20 20. I had multiple times, or all I needed with my last beanbag was to just get it on the board, and I win twice. I believe I missed that. Um. Yeah, you win, fair and square. Um, it's pretty sad that late in this third game, we both seem to be getting tired. Yes. So the 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 bags weren't flying as far as, but uh, you Banging know, it. uh, it's you won. I'm not like the golf. I remember the only other one you won was technically. Well, what, what was your actual victory? Bowling, believe it or not. Oh, yeah, bowling
1: because of the handicap. And this time, there's no handicap.
2: Right. This is so. This is Greg's first genuine victory. It's, where there's no handicap, right, I'm where not there's no handicap. You You're did right. win bowling with the handicap, but yes, okay, so all right. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm demoralized. It took okay. way too long. It took us like over an hour to play three games.
1: I, I, this was a truly, legitimately exciting best of three. We just played all three games were close, and let me tell you, what gives me the most satisfaction is that you automatically thought you were so much better than me, and then you were making fun of my throwing style. All of that stuff, and so yes, I am grinning like a Cheshire cat <laughs> when my dad. Briaring
2: da- mules. I mean, a mule eating briars. <laughs> Briaring mules. Yeah, that's right. That'd be weird. He fell to his knees, arms in the air, like a boxing champion when he won. I did.
1: This was truly, you know, you don't think a cornhole as a um, an athletic competition, but I'm sweating like a pig right now.
2: All right, winner picks up.
1: Uh, let's make it a combo platter on that one. That kind of How thing. That. that kind of thing.
2: All right. God damn it. So, what is it? 8 2 now? Uh, 7 2? Seven, seven, 7 2 through 9 events. That kind of thing. No,
1: no, no. 6 2. Because we got 2 left.
2: 6, that's what I said. so
1: 6 2, with two, left.
2: Six, two through 8 events. 2 or 3 left. It's TBD. That kind of thing. Ah, <sighs> Greg Cody wins. Oh, two in- what? <laughs> oh, yeah. God damn it. Are you sl- <laughs> What? Look, he I blew it.
1: Okay.
0: Throwing the bag with just his two pinching hands. you damn the end right of I did. The corner. What? Yeah.
2: With his terrible yeah. technique, he beat me. Uh, I-, I had a big lead in the second game. I, and you just heard it like but it was just yes what? I blew it I did he lock in or did you mm, I, I it was a combination of him doing well and me choking um, but I do have a co- like you know it was his backyard it was his set his beans uh, it was he had the side that was less obstructed by his tree oh please for being honest uh, but you know one
1: fair and square fair and square you said after uh, you citing all the advantages I suppose we had those are just facts that I said actually listen this may have been my greatest athletic accomplishment since i hit that grand slam no no uh, for adler's drugs back no. in 1967
2: no dad that yeah. is not your greatest accomplishment your greatest accomplishment was the soccer save that you made at graceland's game a couple oh, days yeah. ago alex <laughs> Thank me and my dad are there early like 15 minutes before people are like we got there a little early and my daughter's to the side drinking water after she was practicing goalie So it's me and my dad on the pitch. And my dad used to be a goalie, like a club for FAU. What I used to think, I used to think he was the backup goalie for FAU soccer growing up. Over time, as I got older and smarter, I quickly learned that he was a club goalie at fau um, i'll still give it to him it's still anyway and he still knows the sport like he can coach the like the position he knows the techniques so we and it's six and under soccer so the goal is small granted oh i love small goal. it's a small goal <laughs> but my dad's in there and i'm like at the 18 yard box i can bet i got a good little soccer kick like i i can bend it a little bit and i hit a good kick that is yeah. headed towards the upper left corner of or no it's my dad's left i'm kicking it to the yeah. right yeah the The upper right corner, the ball's curving. It's perfect. And my dad leaves his feet and, like, makes, like, not a, a full extension dive, but just a textbook-looking... Fall to his knees, bang the ball away like the way a real goalie would look. My 60 something year old dad, thank you. Like, it was honestly, I was worried he got hurt, but once he didn't get hurt, it had some random parent that was early. That's like, muscle hey, memory, like, kids. <laughs> That's muscle memory. It is. It got a standing ovation from a random guy watching. You know
1: what? The, the body won't let me anymore, but the mind knows how to play goal. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can, I could probably keep teaching goalkeeping, maybe not into the high school level, but certainly into the youth level. No,
2: Dad, you could teach it in the high school level. You know, I know all you the know, yeah, you I do. know how to play this, the position, but it was it, that was more impressive than anything you did on the, the cornhole felt. So yeah, stop deflecting back to cornhole.
1: Yeah, the cornhole was an Olympic victory. It was an Olympic victory. I got my ass kicked. That's it. Yeah, you did. Um. All right. It's time to start partying because it's it's the, the 4th of July
2: coming up. Well, it's actually today. It's actually today. It's
1: today. When you're listening, we're going to be on the beach. Uh,
2: um, Greg Cody's hammered right now.
1: <laughs> As they're listening,
2: I just want you to know that You're listening. It doesn't matter what time it is. Wait, a minute, if, it's not- if they're
1: listening when? It- what if they're listening when it comes out at seven
2: a.m.? No, if, 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 if most people probably start listening around nine a.m. Right now, drink in hand. Hey, if you're listening at three p.m., three p.m., buzzed. Hey, if you're listening to this after four p.m., blacked out. <laughs> 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 i don't know about that come on can you hey, get blacked out on miller much-
1: lights you can't really get blacked black no on miller lights, I, you know. believe me i'm gonna be uh minding my p's and q's um uh, believe me i don't know what that means
2: but alex thank you for joining us we're gonna be out there with him alex the, sh- check out the Shunt the shut the funk up podcast yes it's a it's a good hang hit jay lit the kid the well-fed boy uh mike the producer they're doing their damn thing we
0: actually on this week's episode i actually tell a pretty cringeworthy story about you chris chris damn it yeah i kind of outed you a little bit this week so go listen to this week's Uh episode and listen to a pretty embarrassing story of about chris that he did something that he was about to do
2: it involves airport etiquette that's all i'm gonna say and i just god damn it let me live my life and just ask questions okay i'm not a perfect human
1: Okay. And, uh, and, and as a dismount, I want you all to, um, remember to visit our new, uh, Greg Cody show website. Yes. Uh, and, and click on shop for the merch store. we got a lot of great shirts and t-shirts and caps and, all that stuff. Also, and thongs. And I didn't even know this until I saw the show tweeted it out. Apparently, we have a new Greg Cody show YouTube channel. How about that? Yeah, I love how you didn't know that. I didn't know it until I saw it advertised on Twitter. You can wait. We, we, oh, we nobody, can watch it now.
2: Not the whole show. No, 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 no. I, see, I love how my dad's promoting something. He has no idea who's talking yeah, about. Yeah, nobody tells me anything. No, it's just, yeah, the, I think enough. Okay. Good job, dad. Hey, that kind of thing. Okay. That kind of thing. <laughs> hey,
1: thanks, everybody. Happy Fourth of July. and uh, And we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.
2: Admit it, Dad. How drunk will you be at 4 p.m.?
1: On a scale of 1 to 10, 11 and a half.